With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is Umar Ahmed Fry. You just wish you were recording that because I said me and you are looking very handsome today. That's a lie. You said you said it about yourself. <laughs> I'm not going to vape. I'm 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 on the I'm on the no tequila at the moment. By the way, I'm about to do um, Battle of the Baddest podcast three tomorrow. Um, I'm looking forward to that. I'm going to get my oar in first. I'll get my own publicity in because you don't pay me for this. Yeah, you just harangue me. I've been busy all day. I've had to put a shirt on to do the interview. I, I, my, my glasses were already on, obviously. And, and I'm, I'm an absolute mess. But then when the lights came on, I thought, oh, well, it's doable, you know. Um, but And you've got the lights streaming in in the background. You've got terrible lighting on your side. But I suppose we don't see much of you, do we? Well, I'm not on the camera, so it's all right. I don't otherwise would fix the lighting. Well, well the camera never lies, as they say. So I'm looking fat, old and ugly. But there we go. A bit harsh, Gareth. <laughs> um, right, there's a few topics I want to get through regarding the heavyweight division. So we'll start off with... Um, Wilder Joshua um, looks like it definitely won't be taking place in Saudi Arabia because there's been a shift over there in terms of who's sort of leading shows out there. Of course, we're used to Skills Challenge um, over the last couple of years, putting shows out there. Um, Looks like um, the entertainment um, sports minister, uh, Turkey, His Excellency Turkey Al-Sheikh, is going to be putting shows on um, and opening Riyadh season, of course, with Fury and Garner. But see, Matram and Shelley Finkel were dealing with Skills Challenge um, for Wilder Joshua, but now it can't be put on in Saudi. Um, do you think it happens at all, either in Vegas or at Wembley? Well, that's what Eddie Hearn said in the last 48 hours, really, hasn't he? He's put that out there, 48, 72 hours, that he called himself deluded. Do you remember? He called himself deluded saying, I think Joshua's going to beat Fury and he's going to beat Wilder. Who knows? If he steps in with those guys, you just don't know. Um, in many ways, I'd love to see him beat Wilder, but I think it's a very hard assignment. Do I think it happens in Vegas or the UK? It could. It's a big, big fight. Um, but 
it probably won't do the monies that they were waiting for, the, the funds, the purses that they were waiting for from the Saudi Arabians. Obviously, as you say, from skills, challenge entertainment, um, that kind of promotional group that supposedly Yusuk has signed with. Um, but yeah, like you say, there seems to be a, um, I'll come to that, not power struggle, but there seems to be a, a um, a power move anyway as as Frank Warren said um, and was proved, has been proven right about six weeks ago we've got a game changer on our hands and there's definitely a game changer going on and it's gone on and it's happened um, so does it happen? Listen Joshua and Wilder in Vegas is still an enormous fight Joshua and Wilder at Wembley is still an enormous fight can they do it as a winter fight? Yes, they did Fury and Derek Chisora, didn't they, on December the 3rd at Spurs, so they could technically. Massive risk with the weather. We were very lucky on the night, I think. You know, I don't really want to go to boxing in the snow. Um, you know, it'd be, it'd be disastrous enough in the rain. But um, it's certainly a fight that I'd love to see. The fact that Eddie Hearn's talking about London, Wembley Stadium or Las Vegas means that there's been a shift. Um, I feel it for both of them. Deontay Wilder obviously has been holding out for this big fight. He's desperate to fight, isn't it? He hasn't fought for a while. Is it last October? Hellenius. It was only one round anyway, so... Yeah, and it was one round. So he's had one round in... God, what, two and a half years? Um, I, I need to check that. But it's something like that. Um, Do you think but, without, Saudi, without Saudi money, that fight can take place? It can, but they won't earn the 25, 30 million. Um, and unless they went to Wembley, it's too late in the summer now to suddenly announce it because you they need eight weeks, don't they? I mean, I think it would do big numbers. Um, I'd love to see Joshua fight in Vegas. Love to do a Joshua fight in Vegas, wouldn't you? It'd be fantastic. There's only been one in America, hasn't there? New York for Joshua, yeah. Oh, well, did it? But, you know, his return to America could be amazing. Um, yeah, but but it all hinges on on what's happened in terms of how clearly the promotions are being funded and the way that the Saudi uh, entertainment ministry are, are taking you know taking the tiller now or taking the driving seat if you like. Clearly, they got the hand on the driving seat uh, on the driving wheel and steering wheel and the gears, um, and we saw that. We haven't spoken since. In fact, he didn't interview me in the Garnu um, uh, Fury press conference. No, Joe did. Joe Pugh did it, yeah. I mean, we, we did it pre-press conference. It, look, that was a big press conference. You could really tell it had a massive feel about it. Trying to get time with both was really rough. Um, you know, so, you know, that's a big event. It's, it's going to fly through and, you know, I suspect they'll put another big fight on with Fury. Um, as the end of the Riyadh season as well. It just makes sense. They've been looking at that the whole time anyway, and hopefully it's Alexander Usyk, hopefully. Yeah, His Excellency uh, Turkey Al-Sheikh did state that day um, to Queensbridge Channel that we are working on something and it's going to be yeah. a big surprise, but we're not going to say any more on the matter. But he was with Alexander Usyk in London. I saw a picture of him. Uh, they put out on social media. Tyson Fury's opening Riyadh season with these guys, with the Nganu fight. So as you said, it make 
quite a lot of sense in around around March time to close Riyadh season with the undisputed fight. And with yeah, reverse today, uh, according to Mike Coppinger, um, talks for that fight are heating up again. I, well, I, I don't disagree with Mike at all. He's normally fairly accurate with the things he puts out. Um, you know, he gets a lot of things leaked to him and, um, you know, he, he's a very good newsbreaker. Um, but that's always been the plan, hasn't it? And what we might get in the middle of that is Usyk, maybe even fighting, maybe in Poland, maybe in the Middle East, um, against Hergovic, defending his, uh, is it IBF, isn't it? IBF mandatory, pending what happens with the WBA and, and, and Daniel Dubois. Got away yeah, and that, of course, that's ongoing as well. Um, but, you know, I think that's likely. And, and, and I imagine Music would not mind being busy. And it does make sense if that goes to that area as well. But it also makes sense if it happens in Poland again, which was a great event. Um, it was great to be a part of that and be involved in it, rather. So, um, yeah, fantastic stuff. I mean, it is all lining up. I mean, the naysayers and, and the, the those who kind of may perhaps don't understand the way money, you know, you and I know this, we're, we've been involved in it a long time, or certainly I have. And, well, you, and you way longer than me. Yeah, way, but, but it's always been about money, timing and ego. And, and all those things are aligning now because the money is enormous. The timing is coming and, and, and the egos are being stroked and, and are purring. Um, yes, Alexander Usyk's had to take the toughest route. There's no doubt about that. But so did Tyson Fury in three fights with Deontay Wilder, who's still, for me, the number two heavyweight in the world, with Fury the number one. Um, I still want to see Usyk in with Wilder at some point. That's a fantastic fight. As I want to see the other fight you mentioned, Joshua in with Wilder. Um, I, I feel blue in the face and I feel like a broken record saying this, but I want to see all those fights. And I think we will see them all, by the way, um, as long as, as the stars align and those fighters align with um, those who are power-broking the fights at the moment. As you say, um, it, it's, it looks like it's the Riyadh season. Um, it looks like it's, as you say, His Excellency Turkey Al-Sheikh is, is very involved in those um, promotions and those fights. Whether Eddie Hearn decides to go on a different highway, he's kind of hinted at that as well, hasn't he? That he might take a different route with Joshua and carve their own niche, which may suit him in some ways. Um, but I imagine Anthony Joshua doesn't want to go on till he's like 39. And, you know, there's two or three fights there for him that I'd love to see him have. And uh, that they are wilder. Fury, and maybe Wilder and Fury again, or a Hergovic, or a Zhang, or a Joyce, because that's coming up next week. We're going to chat. We're going to see you. Yeah, you covering the, the fight week, of course. I am indeed. I'll see you there. Um, you can talk to Zhang in Chinese again. Han hao, han hao. What woman hui shuo bu dong hua? Woman, woman yi Zhang hui shuo bu dong hua. Ni da pizza. I said. Uh, Zhang and I will speak Chinese, you big nose. Oh, cheers, Gary. Talk to me or Zhang? I got a big nose. That's what the Chinese slang in slang call us, Dabita. Or they used to anyway. I don't think they do anyway. Dabita or Lao Wai, the old ghost, as they call us, or the big nose. I had a laugh with Zhang about that before, actually. We had a giggle about the Chinese calling foreigners that. Because well, we got the big, we're big noses, aren't we? you got a bigger nose than most of them. I've got a big old nose, big old conk on it. 
a lot of us a lot of us have in boxing. <laughs> you didn't get that, did you? No. Have you not got that? What we knock you off. Yeah, a lot of people. I, 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 I don't lie about. I don't lie about things. I only say what I think and what I know. I mean, I don't lie about things. I don't. Okay. Need to. Gareth, you, you just go back what you said about um, essentially nothing stopping Fury Usyk. A lot of people are obviously frustrated with what happened last time, but um, both both guys were in for that Saudi Arabia fight, but the offer ne- never came in. They wanted to move it because the stadium wasn't ready. Then we know what happened um, with the December situation. Um, f- uh, the February situation and then April was obviously a Wembley fight and I don't think if we're being honest it was ever going to happen um, if if it's not in Saudi Arabia it's not going to happen and now the money the, the wasn't mo- going to work for Usyk um, no. that's that's what the situation was and and you know 70-30 split wasn't it in the end was two 70-30 70-30 was agreed yeah but then obviously fed up was a rematch clause but-, but, but, but Fury is the draw and Fury is still the draw um, and Fury will go to his body when they meet. And just as Nganu will go to Fury's body. And I'll be discussing all that tomorrow on the recording of Battle of the Baddest, episode three, with Chris Eubank Jr. has spoken to me, Idris Virgo, Amir Khan joins me live by Zoom. And I've got Raven Chapman in the studio. And there's one other person, Simeon Powell, um, has got his views, the MMA, heavyweight MMA fighter from. PFL got all of those on the show tomorrow and uh, Joe Joyce gives a little tease because he's going to be on with me next week so uh, looking forward to it right that's the last plug you're allowed that's twice now um, I didn't know who was on it at the beginning I just plugged the fact I was recording it tomorrow at Studio 808 and in terms of the the, the money from Saudi Arabia of course um, as this is a sort of a direct link to the Saudi government essentially um, because he works, uh, His Excellency Turkey Alshek works for MBS, His Royal Highness, getting the funds to do a, a private deal with Alexander Usyk and a private deal with Tyson Fury isn't going to be an issue. So the funds are there. Um, all Usyk has to do is potentially beat Hergovic, Fury has to beat Ngannou, and then we're there. There's nothing stopping this fight. Uh, no, I agree. There's nothing stopping it. Obviously, um, the, the, the purses are going to be what the purses are. They want to put these big fights on. As, as I kind of said last week, you know, put it in context. And what I love as well about um, His Excellency Turkey Al-Sheikh, he's also the owner of uh, a football club, Almeria. In Spain, and yeah. Obviously, Almeria. I love the name as well because Al-Andalus, Andalusia, uh, Almeria, Andalusia, Al-Andalus was the area that, um, that Tariq Ali uh, conquered and invaded in 711 when 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 the when when islam came to the iberian peninsula it's an amazing period i studied at a university it was an amazing period in history and obviously they were there for 800 years um and so many algebra um the abacus um silks eastern learning all came into the southern europe at that time Listen, I, I, I've got to say this, I, and, and a lot of people don't agree, but but I, I, I will say that I, um, I think it's a, an amazing thing is happening. It's not just a game changer in the sport. The game changer here is the cultures coming together, by the way. And, and it is going to be fascinating. And as a, as a long-standing student of the planet, 
and and travel and culture i i'm really fascinated by by all of this i mean i was in abu dhabi last weekend hosting a small event presenting on disown global for for um uh, Ahmed Siddiqui, Siddiqui Sports, on a little card. There were some amazing stories. There were 11 nations from four continents on that card. Um, there wasn't one Brit, but, you know, some amazing stories about people that had escaped from Syria. Mohammed Bekdash, who'd swum across the ocean on a, and, and, and had been living on the streets. And, you know, Francis Ngannou is a similar story, you know. So I, I, ju I just think, it's really interesting that a new part of the world is open up because everyone just go, oh, the money and this and the, th there's a willingness, there's a willingness to to come together and do this. And I, and I think it's worth celebrating because it is going to open up cultures. It is going to allow us to understand people and ourselves and others in a better way. And I know I'm going all philosophical on this today and cultural, but it is. And it's going to be a privilege and a pleasure to, to be involved in a new culture, uh, which is trying to understand the sport of boxing. I think it's a fascinating time. We can't get left behind as well, because obviously uh, Formula One, golf, tennis, top footballers are going there now. So we can't get left behind as boxing. There's nothing to leave behind. It's all it's all progress. It's all it's different, it's, but it's progress and it's new. And, and you have to embrace change. You know, there was a time when we were just going to Vegas for big fights. There may be a time again when we're going, but this is a time of change, you know, and, 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 and you've got to say it, Frank Warren was right. He, and he's had his finger on the pulse for a long time. This is the big game changer. I hope Fury and Usyk happens uh, next year. And I do hear myself that it is, the talks are behind the scenes. We need the when and if, the two winners, don't write Nagano off. That's what a lot of people are saying to me as well. You know, Tyson's carrying a lot of weight at the moment. He obviously, he'll take him very seriously. He's got to. Um, and I'm looking forward to it. There's jeopardy. Jeopardy. Well, there's definitely jeopardy, uh, serious jeopardy, in uh, in an undercard fight on October 28th in Saudi Arabia between uh, two British heavyweights, Fabio Wardley and David Adelaide. Haven't had confirmation fully that the fight will go ahead, but... From Fabio's post and also what Frank Warren said to me the other day, he does expect the fight to happen. Fabio did have an appointment with the doctors yesterday to check on those cuts. Um, let's talk about why those cuts were suffered. A brawl, essentially, on the red carpet uh, this time last week, actually. Your thoughts on it? Well, I only saw the clips because I was downstairs at that point or upstairs interviewing. No, I was downstairs at that point, getting ready for the press conference, doing interviews and... Well, I mean, what, but the footage I saw, I mean, I was supposed to speak to David Adelaide last night, but that was pulled actually because they are waiting for confirmation on mm. different things from the Boxing Board of Control, where the fight's still on, all those. I mean, I think we accept that the fight was going to be for the British title. We don't know if it's a British title, but Wardley and Adelaide were going to fight each other on that card, Nagano Fury, yeah. semi announced, but not really. Well, they were going to until they had the brawl. They were going to do a press yeah, conference before exactly. Fury and Garner. Yeah. They were going to mention it. Um, the footage I've seen, I mean, David, I've spoken to privately. Obviously, he'll do this in his hearing, um, has has claimed to me that, and this isn't an official put out, but we were talking behind the scenes and he said he was, uh, he, he was um, 
someone was getting into him before he pushed Fabio Wardley. But that's the first footage you see. He pushes Fabio. Fabio's hit by Fabio's hit by someone and goes down. There's a big melee. Um, I ran into David Adelaide downstairs afterwards, and he was very like agitated. Obviously, the adrenaline was flowing at that point. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, we didn't see them in the main press conference then because it was um, it, it wasn't appropriate. You know, Frank was, I think you interviewed him. He's very annoyed about it. Um, yeah. Pissed was the word he used, um, an American term for being annoyed. Um, he wasn't drunk about it, clearly. Um, and, you know, they, they shouldn't have, they didn't need to do that. There's great appetite for this fight, great anticipation. So let's see what happens, you know, what action, if any, the board take. I know that. Adelaide intends to go and train in America for this. Um, it's a really big fight um, for these two men at this juncture. Um, it's kind of a, a Groves de Gale, isn't it, from years yeah. back? Um, it's similar. They're both, both, you know, a good year or year and a half, two years maybe from world title challenging, that kind of thing. And there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot at stake. Bragging rights, ding dong, heavyweights, British heavyweight scrap. To, to 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 whet the appetite and hopefully that fight gets over the line with the board. That's all I can say. But you know, all I saw was that David pushed Fabio and someone else hit Fabio. It wasn't David that hit Fabio. Saw the little cut, saw his finger bent in footage. Um, you know, it's 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 a shame. It's a shame. I hope they're still able to fight. It wasn't the most serious of brawls, but it still was a serious incident that needs treating properly. Okay, Gareth, thank you very much for your time, and I'll see you next week when you speak Chinese to Zhilai Zhang. See you then. Okay, okay. Say, Jim. Sports Social Podcast Network. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.